It's uh, podcast number 89, and uh, you'll be glad to know that I don't think I'm drunk uh, tonight for the podcast, Oh, nor am I sleep-deprived. I mean, you, will you be pleased to know that? Maybe it was a good thing last week that I was both sleep-deprived and drunk. I'm terribly sorry. I thought the podcast went really weirdly last week, but today I think I'm kind of awake, so we might at least get through to the end. And the other thing as well is that all of the tracks that I'm going to play in the podcast, there's two things about them. One is that last week a lot of the stuff was sort of podcast favourites and people that I've played before in the podcast, and... Uh, and today, I, I don't know if I know anybody, uh, at least up until a few days ago when I started to put the podcast together. There's only one of the bands that I'm playing tonight that I actually heard of um, and hadn't even heard the music. Anyway, I'm, I'll shut up. All the tracks are actually quite short. The longest track is 3 minutes 28, so this might be quite a short podcast. So uh, maybe it's just as well if I'm not going to be drunk. Um, anyway, why don't we start off with some techno? <laughs> Oh. 
Binary Zero and Dirty Clouds, and that's from an EP called Trails. It just came out a few weeks ago, and uh, Binary Zero is from Glasgow. Uh, that was That's the only people, the only artist I'm playing on the podcast. Um, I've said that in a really weird way, at least it sounded weird to me. That's the only artist in the podcast who I'm playing tonight who I was familiar with, although not really familiar with his music, um, before I started the show. I mean, it was only like, a, for the last few weeks, actually, I've uh, been having a real sort of tricky time putting together the playlist for the podcast. Um, I don't really know why. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it's maybe just uh, because there wasn't that much music around, at least not where I was looking, um, because I really quite find it quite tricky. And that was kind of why the couple of podcasts ago we did that live one, when, uh, I mean, the live music one, and then last week we had one where most of the bands had played before. But uh, this week I've come across loads and loads of new stuff, including like that track, who, like I say, hadn't really heard any of his stuff before and I really enjoy it and I do like to kind of uh, confuse people who are listening I mean uh, a couple of people were tweeting at me before the podcast started GLA Radio uh, and uh, Elijah Wyman were tweeting at me and nobody's tweeted at me since I've played that track so maybe I've just terrified people and put them off with uh, with some techno on the uh, on the little uh, band camp tags it also says uh, dubstep I don't really know what dubstep is I'm woefully uncool and uh, completely out of touch with uh, what uh, the musical masses listen to as you may have guessed uh, but anyway if that's dubstep I quite like it but I somehow suspect it probably isn't and the other thing as well is the track is about I've kind of been looking into some of the stuff uh, to do with the track the track is uh, about chemtrails which is uh, what the track the title Dirty Clouds I'm assuming is about. Um, it seems to be uh, something to do with. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's like a. How can I say this without uh, being offensive? I, I kind of have an open mind, or rather, um, I'm not actually at all. I'm quite sceptical, but I'm quite happy for other people uh, to have open minds and sort of believe what they want to believe. Um, but chemtrails seems to be uh, some sort of uh, a belief that the contrails that you see uh, flying through the sky behind planes. Um, are actually chemicals being sprayed into the upper atmosphere. Um, so it has a sort of smattering of conspiracy theory about it. But as a, as a younger man, I did used to buy the 14 Times, which has got all manner of crazy nonsense going on. Um, and I used to really, uh, I find it really interesting if uh, I don't necessarily believe it. Anyway, I think that's what that's about. Um, so kind of take from that what you will. It all sounds a little bit strange to me. On the uh, on the Twitter, Ragmon Hair says, Dubstep goes, wub, wub, wub. I don't think there was any wub, wub, wub in that. Either. So hopefully I'm not going to be uh, flaky like I was last week. I had been really, really wiped last week. Um, there was a couple of days of nonsense that gone on in terms of sleep-wise. And again, it wasn't because of little Alvy, Edinburgh Man Jr. He was fine, but for some reason I had some trouble sleeping for the last uh, few days before the last podcast. But I've been fine the last few days, so um, we should be okay. And also I'm not necessarily going to reach for the Drambuie. But like I say, on the before the podcast started, GLA Radio did say that he wasn't going to listen if I wasn't drunk by halfway through. Um, so we might have to resort to some alcohol. Um, I have no idea. Since um, I've kind of changed the way the live podcast is done, I do have no idea who is listening. Or I have no idea how many people are listening uh, to the live podcast. So you could tweet me if you wish to, but I normally get very confused. I'm going to play another track, but I will kind of ramble on a little bit more after this. There's some rambly things I do want to talk about. Maybe I'll have to write them down before uh, I get... <laughs> before I play the next track or while I'm playing the next track otherwise I'll probably forget them anyway this is completely not techno this is Keel Her which I think is probably it's spelled K-A-E-L Her so I think it's probably sort of you have to say it like Keel Her or something like that that's the name of the band anyway and the track's called Dog Meat and it's from an EP called Bedroom Bop with two P's <laughs>
Heal Her and Dog Me. And that's from an EP called Bedroom Bop, like I say, with two P's at the end. It's free, you can download it. If you call to Keel Her, that's K double E L Her, H E R, dot bandcamp.com, and you can download it there for. It's actually a name your price. Did I say there was a name your price? Um, or did I say it was free? I'm not entirely sure. You could, of course, make it free if you do wish to. I think I probably did, being a little bit tight now and again. And the other track that I played at the start of the podcast, the Binary Zero one, that's from a free EP as well called Trails. And if you go to binaryzero.bandcamp.com, you can download that there. And I'm sorry, that's again a name your price. Uh, but obviously, if you're cheap like me. Anyway, uh, Keelher is actually Rose Keeler Schaefer. I think it's just the one person. And uh, there's not much information that I can glean from the Facebook, other than uh, she describes herself as lo-fi bedroom psych pop, which um, sounds just about up my street. On the Twitter, um, Scott from Last Battle does say that he's listening with Henry Weston in hand, which I believe is some sort of cider. I'm not entirely up on uh, on ciders. I'm more of a beer man. I did used to drink cider a lot when I was a student. It was kind of one of those, I think it's a phase you go through. I kind of went through a phase of drinking Guinness all the time, and then I got a little bit fat, so I stopped drinking that. And then I went through a phase of drinking cider. I think it was due to the amount of alcohol um, that you consume when you're a student. It's, uh, it's often somewhat uh, prolific, and uh, there's only so much beer your body can take, so cider somehow uh, kind of seemed to be a bit easier to drink. And also, when I was a student, there seemed to be a lot of people drinking cider and blackcurrant, which was kind of terrifying. Um, I did have that sometimes, but it was normally filled with some sort of chemically blackcurrant thing. It was quite horrible. Anyway, I digress. I stopped drinking the cider, I think, because somebody spilt their cider and blackcurrant all over a light-coloured jacket I had that I rather liked, and then it kind of went purple, so I didn't really like that. And it's actually 8.5% cider, says Scott, so that quite, sounds quite terrifying. He also says he's reading Duff McKagan's autobiography, It's So Easy. Any chance of Guns N' Roses tonight? Uh, no, I don't think we'll have any Guns N' Roses. I don't actually, like I say, I don't know any of the stuff that I'm playing on the podcast. I wasn't familiar with any of it before. And like I say, most of the tracks are quite short, so unless I kind of think up something nonsensical to chat about in between the music, uh, then it's probably going to be a little bit shorter podcast than normal. But I do really like that Keelher EP. Like I say, it's called Bedroom Bop, and there's uh, some amusing titles, I think, on there. I suck, but you suck more is my particular favourite title. And I may play some more tracks from that over the coming weeks. Who really knows? And... Uh, I'm just going to play another track. This is um, Aggie Doom, spelled A-G-G-I, and then obviously Doom, which is kind of spelled just how you'd spell Doom. This is on Soft Power Records um, from Livingston. This is Bring Me The Head.
that's Aggie Doom and bring me the head like I say it's spelled A-G-G-I and then Doom as in uh, Doom and that's on uh, Soft Power Records it's a 7 inch single it I think doesn't come out for ages uh, but I uh, really quite enjoy it so I couldn't uh, not play it I'll see if I can try and find oh no I don't have the link so I can't tell you. Um, I think it comes out sometime in May, but I'll probably um, have a link on the website in Roman.com. It's podcast number 89. Uh, so if you look up that, and then you can look up that track, and you can click on a link, and there'll be something exciting at the other end of it. Uh, the B-side is really brilliant as well, and I might play that maybe next week, or maybe nearer the time the single comes out. That's probably a more sensible thing to do. Um, on the, What was I going to say? On the Twitter, Ragbone Hess says, a friend was put off uh, Cider and Black. That's the colloquial uh, name for Cider and Black Current. Um, that we used to drink when we were students. A uh, friend was put off cider and black when he puked and thought he was bleeding internally. I kind of had a similar thing with the red wine, although you just kind of have to power on through it and carry on drinking. I didn't really mean this podcast to be all about exploits of drinking. Uh, if uh, if alcohol consumption isn't really your thing, um, you're probably you're going to be offended. I don't think you're possibly offended. Anyway, I, I did get put off uh, drinking red wine for a small amount of time after I drank far too much and... Uh, kind of found myself in a bath getting rid of most of the red wine and yes I felt the same thing that I thought it was bleeding internally it does kind of look like that sometimes but uh, there you go uh, and uh, on also Plenty Side says uh, I'm listening now have I missed much uh, only techno I think which is probably not going to be your thing anyway I assume he was recording his own podcast which um, I can't even remember I don't have a link I should really give a link I'll maybe find a link plentyside.blogspot.com there you go that's a link where you can get Plenty Side's podcast it's mostly him which is Chris uh, talking crap with his mate and playing some great music actually and he was going to play um, the new Bleeders track I think that we played last week of the podcast he said he threatened to play that as well which was quite cool um, yeah so I may actually not all this talk of alcohol I may actually sneak off and pour myself a Drambuie actually kind of getting a bit of a craving which probably isn't a healthy thing um, although I won't pour myself the quadruple or maybe it was just the triple that I did last week because then it'll all kind of go a little bit horrible I, actually well um I kind of on the subject of podcasting, like I say that Chris also does does a podcast, his Plenty Side podcast. Um, I kind of was thinking the other day about podcasting and about um, why I do it or why I did it. And the reason why I kind of mentioned it was because, like I say, I've had some real trouble finding some music for the podcast for the last few weeks. I kind of, uh, what I want to do on the podcast is I play music that I really enjoy. I don't kind of just play whatever sort of comes along my way. So I kind of have been struggling a little bit. The reason why I started doing the podcast was I kind of had all this music that I really wanted to sort of spew out there. And, uh, oh, there we go, talking about being sick again. And uh, kind of, uh, that's what I think. But I remember one thing that I said when I did the podcast, when I just, after I started, I bumped into Matthew, who does the Song by Toad podcast, at a gig I think he was promoting. And I kind of went up to him and said this thing that, um, with hindsight, is probably really offensive, which is, which is that um, you inspired me to do a podcast, which I kind of then, after I thought, was, well, maybe does that sound like I was saying... Your podcast was so bad that I thought I could probably do one as well, which is kind of... So I've always regretted maybe saying that. But uh, anyway, I did kind of... Uh, the reason why I mentioned it was because... Um, I can't remember why I was mentioning it, uh, but a few people I know have been talking about doing podcasts recently, and uh, I suggest you really go for it. And, uh, but the only thing is, I would say is um, the finding the music is a lot of work, and I don't maybe think I really appreciate how much work I spent attempting to sort of pull together just eight tracks every week until... As I say, in the last few months, my time has been sort of reduced in terms of how much time I put into the preparation of the podcast, mostly because of little Alvy. Not that I begrudge him the time, because he's great fun to spend time with, but uh, it has meant that I think I've kind of struggled. But anyway, I do have loads of great tracks this week, and I've actually got loads more, which I'm going to sort of hold over for next week as well, which is quite good. But like I say, a lot of the tracks I'm playing on the podcast are a little bit shorter than normal, so I was going to say it's going to be a shorter podcast than normal, but now I've just rambled so much 
about uh, alcohol or about podcasting. Um, this is a band called By Tutatis, I think, which is almost certainly not how you pronounce it. It's by, as in B-Y, as in, you know, not B-U-Y, but by. And then uh, Tutatis, which is T-O-U-T-A-T-I-S. Um, it's a, from a split single with a band who I have played on the podcast before called Dressed Like Wolves. Um, I don't know, sorry, it's a split EP. I've got it kicking around somewhere, actually. He says, looking for it on a physical format, no less. It's a sort of uh, three tracks by Dressed Like Wolves on one side. and Well, not on one side, obviously, because it's a CD. Um, but on the sort of cover... On one side it's Dress Like Wolves with three tracks, and then the other it's uh, it's a Buy Two Tatters. And it's, uh, I think you can buy, either you can buy it from the Dress Like Wolves Bandcamp website, or you can buy it from the Buy Two Tatters uh, website. I think the Dress Like Wolves one is sold out, but I've got a feeling they're identical. Anyway, I got it from the Buy Two Tatters because I was a bit slack. Anyway, the, sorry, I, I digress. There'll be links, as ever, on edinburghman.com for podcast number 89. Uh, this is Dead Band's Cues. <laughs>
Bonnie swerved shot to sink a tricky green Suppressing smirks as chokes his key The sky is open, the bar is empty Another night is spent You left a vague impression and a dead man's key You know, it's really useful them um, doing this podcast live and having Twitter as a resource that's out there because uh, both uh, Chris at Plentyside and uh, Kenny, who's still honest on the Twitter, has said that Bytutatis is a core from Asterix. It's apparently a regular exclamation sort of catchphrase in it. Well, there you go. I used to read the Asterix books when I was a small child, but uh, I have to admit, I don't really remember much about it, um, apart from the fact that it was something to do with a magic potion and then lots of wild boar. Um, that's kind of all I really remember. I do actually have a copy of an Asterix book kicking about somewhere. I'll maybe have to go and have a look now. And there was me thinking it was some sort of uh, sort of artistic cultural reference. I suppose it is. But uh, yeah, it's slightly disappointing to find it's an Asterix thing. But I do really like the track anyway. It's Dead Man's Cues and it's from an EP. That I can't remember where I put the EP. Here it is. Um, like I say, it's a split EP with Dressed Like Wolves. The idea is that one of the sides, I think the Dressed Like Wolves track uh, side has got a cover that's done by, by Tutatis and then the cover on the other side is by dress like wolves or something complicated like that anyway there's five tracks on there and it's good and you can i think you can probably just buy a digital version as well i'm not quite sure why i didn't just get a digital version and i went for the physical one instead maybe now and again i do quite like fancy the physical as it were and uh, actually that's got me thinking about record store day i've kind of got I'm, I'm allowing myself to get slightly excited about record store day apart from the fact there's not actually that many records i want to buy last year i spent an, a ridiculous amount of money um, and some of the records I didn't actually really want when it came down to it but the ones I did get I got the re-release of uh, Nirvana's Whore Moaning and uh, Sonic Youth's Whore's Moaning uh, EPs and also there was a, a couple other things I can't remember it was a great Dia Hoof 7-inch single and, uh, and I'm sure there was another few albums oh there was the Kill Rockstars album the compilation of all the Kill Rockstars the re-release of the Kill Rockstars uh, compilation album but this year there's not really that much exciting there's you know, the things that kind of uh, uh, that have got my attention is there's a McCluskey album that's coming out of Orange Vinyl and I think there's a myth, myth, uh, re, sorry, <laughs> a repressing of the first Misfits album uh, which sounds quite interesting and uh, and there's not much else really which is slightly disappointing but I mean there's a couple of sort of seven inch singles there's a Deer Hoof one and a Shoo Shoo one and there's a uh, King Creosote sort and of John Hopkins one I think uh, and so hopefully I mean what will probably happen is like last year I'll get up at some ridiculously early time in the morning and stand in some queue outside Avalanche Records and uh, make friends with people who are buying bizarre and wonderful things at Record Study and then not get the ones that I wanted. Although I did actually get most of the ones I wanted last year. Oh, the Big Star album. That was the other one I got last year. So yeah, I spent a stupid amount of money. So anyway, the, the thing that I was looking through all of the different Record Study things and I am I do quite like the Black Keys, um, although I don't like their recent stuff as much as their, their f- earlier albums. Uh, but... Uh, They've got an album out for Records Today, which is is just their current album, which is El Camino, on sort of double vinyl. And the current release is the regular version is on double vinyl, but it comes with a free seven inch, or it comes with a seven inch single. And I think it's going to be about forty or forty five pound, which sounds utterly crazy. I mean, the the, the regular album is already about thirty two pound, as far as I can tell, which seems odd, inordinately expensive. It just seems a bit crazy. So I think there's a certain amount of uh, people taking the piss, I think, with the prices of things on records the other day. I don't mind paying a little bit more money for something that is limited, but when it's really just exactly the same as the current vinyl release of an album, but with an extra seven-inch single, it's kind of forcing you to buy the whole thing again if you've already got it just to get a seven-inch single. It sounds a little bit cheeky. But anyway, apart from that, I'm sure I'll still be there. And I think uh, Dan from Withered Hand is playing an acoustic thing at uh, Avalanche Records as well, so it should be a good day. Uh, and hopefully the weather will be nice 
and I'll stop rambling. Anyway, on uh, what I'm going to do next, and we're halfway through, uh, and let's get a little bit more lo-fi. This is James Lim, that's L-I-M-M, uh, from an album with uh, the rather uh, pleasing title of You're Going to Hell. This is C, as in the letter C. James Lynn, and that's from an EP called uh, You're Going to Hell, a track called C. It's a two-track uh, EP, which is free. Again, it's, it's actually free. It's not just a name-your-price thing, so you can sort of download it for free without having any sort of guilt. Um, if you go to James Lim, that's uh, L-I-M-M, like I say, at .bandcamp.com, you can download it there. And if uh, I guess if anybody ever wants to get any music featured in the podcast, then the trick is probably to upload something to Bandcamp and have the tags Bedroom and Lo-Fi in it, and then I'm almost certainly going to pick it up. Uh, on the Twitter, actually, I, I should say, I should say that uh, through, I think it was during the Baitutatis track, I did sneak out of the room and uh, go and pour myself a Drambui. It's not quite as big as uh, as kind of uh, the one last week, so um, we're not going to get um, blazingly drunk before the end of the podcast. And there's only another three more tracks to go, so I'd have to be going some anyway. Um, but anyway, the uh, yeah, so the Drambui is now flowing, you'll be pleased to know. I kind of, uh, yeah, it started off with Redbush at the start of the podcast and then went back to the Drambui, so... There we go. And also, a Ragbot here says the asterisk from ref- reference makes me like it even more with regards to the Baitutatis uh, track. So that's quite cool. Like I say, I'm going to have to now seek out the asterisk book, which is probably at the back of a cupboard somewhere. And also, the other thing, and I'm kind of getting a little bit behind my tweets, actually, for some reason, probably because I'm rambling so much. Um, Scott from The Last Battle says they've been thinking about doing a podcast. Can't think of any bands that do podcasts. It would probably end in Drunken Chaos. Drunken Chaos is normally a good way to end a podcast, I think. Um, but uh, any bands that do podcasts? I think uh, Gordon from Ball Boy used to do a podcast, which was mostly him um, playing 
uh, acoustic songs into the microphone, um, which was really enjoyable, but he, he didn't do it very regularly. It kind of would sporadically appear after every few months, and he hasn't done one for a couple of years, so I think they probably died a death. And I have a suspicion that he kind of consumed red wine throughout the... Pro- sorry. <clears throat> Maybe that drum is actually having an effect. He consumed red wine, I think, throughout the podcast, but I may be wrong in that regard. So anyway, yes, definitely, Scott, you should do it. And I mean, there's loads in the last battle as well, so it's going to be fairly shambolic. I did actually, when um, before I started doing the podcast, I did kind of think... Of, uh, for the few years before I did the podcast, I did kind of think maybe we should do uh, different types of uh, what sort of formats a podcast might take. And I did years ago, uh, I used to do a club uh, that we read bar called uh, Speedo with a bunch of friends, like about sort of five or six of us. And the kind of drunkenly shambolic endings was normally what happened at the end of the club. Um, but I did think maybe having a podcast like that where you'd have sort of five or six people would come along and bring diff- one different track each and then we kind of chat about the tracks. That kind of was kind of one of my original thoughts for doing a podcast and that's kind of why I sort of started off with about sort of five or six tracks. But I reckon it would probably probably take a couple hours to record. It would probably be mostly drunk and rambling. So I didn't really think it was a necessarily good idea. But now I'm kind of coming around to it. So Scott, I definitely think you should go for that. Anyway... I digress, as ever. I'm going to play some more music. And the next track, I find uh, I really like it. It's quite quirky in that uh, one thing I should say is that when I first started doing this podcast, I did an interview with another podcast, which I don't think is good anymore, called Podcast Squared, um, which was some chap in Washington, D.C. And it was a weird sort of interview over Skype. Um, I rambled hideously for the whole thing. And then there was a power cut just before the guy was about to edit it. So he went and put it out unedited, which was rather scary. Um... But anyway, what was I saying? Oh yes, in the podcast he asked me if I was a hipster, which uh, anybody who knows me would probably know that I'm not really a hipster. I mean, I do wear Converse, um, uh, I, I do wear Converse shoes, but uh, I don't know if I could get into those skinny trousers. I cycle far too much, and those skinny jeans couldn't really get on my big, fat cycling thighs. Um, but anyway, uh, I kind of, I guess, I'm less of a hipster. I think I'm probably more of a hippie. And uh, the over the last uh, few months, I think that's kind of come to the fore because. With little Alvy, we have been using um, cloth nappies, which is fairly terrifying. I don't know. I said I wouldn't talk about poo on the podcast um, ever since he came along, but we've been doing that, and uh, it's kind of uh, sort of a little rod for our own back to some extent because most of the time it's spent cleaning nappies in a big pool of in, a, in either down the toilet or in a bucket of water, which is somewhat terrifying. Anyway, the reason why I mention this is because this track sort of appealed to my hippie sensibilities, in that there's not many tracks, uh, I think that are written about herbs. So unless maybe like dandelion seeds or something like that, that old psychedelic track. Um, anyway, this is called Stone Root, uh, and it's by Lightning Seed. And it is indeed, uh, I think, what do they call themselves on the uh, website? They describe themselves somewhat bizarrely as uh, a riot, um, sorry, they're DIY herbalists. So there you go. Cat, cat, 
all grow tall and prosper You got those sawtooth leaves that sit on a square stem growing opposite You that helped me give a hoot cause It was all just green to me A mysterious sea of unknown leaves And stone root, stone root It's plants like you that helped me stay a stew cause It was all just green to me A mysterious sea of unknown leaves Alpha and Kentucky coffee And I'm just so hella west coast Whoa. I never had a chance to get this close To you or the chiggers that hopped on me When I went out to pick your leaves Cause word is you got powers Way beyond the beauty of your late summer flowers And the song you whispered in my ear For the groundhog, the goose, and the fox and the It was all just green to me A mysterious sea of unknown leaves And stone root, stone root There's plants like you that helped me stay a stew Cause it was all just green to me Uh, Stone Root by Lightning Seed on the Twitter uh, Plenty Side said this is nice, like this, simplicity less is more and all that, yeah I really like it, it's kind of uh, quite refreshing to have something that's uh, lyrically um, really quite uh, interesting and fun and about a subject that you don't really hear much about in songs so I quite liked it, uh, and also the EP is kind of uh, similar, I recommend it if you go to Lightning Seed, that's lightning without a G, and seed.bandcamp.com uh, and the EP is called, uh, imaginatively called Sampler, which I guess is a as a sampler of something upcoming or a sampler of the different uh, music. Anyway, uh, it, it's apparently Lightning Seed is uh, Brenna and Mark, and they sing songs about herbs. This is what it says in Bandcamp. They sing songs about herbs, storms, and natural phenomena. They're both members of the Riot Folk Collective, and like I said, they're DIY herbalists, artists, and writers. Uh, and uh, yeah, ooh, ah, I kind of uh, I'm feeling a little bit more relaxed, and I've kind of broken the uh, sort of flow of the podcast because uh, now I'm going to play some indie pop and completely throw it. I've kind of, I must have talked loads, because now we're kind of going to go longer than 45 minutes, and there was only 23 minutes worth of music, so um, I'm not going to subject you to much more chat. This is Alpaca Sports. Um, I'm not quite sure what sort of sports alpacas do. They're those weird-looking sort of llama things, aren't they? Anyway, this is Alpaca Sports, and just for fun. Just for fun, I didn't have my head straight. 
Every tear is a lesson learned That's what my mama said I thought I'd found what I thought I'd lost I didn't have my head straight Every tear is a lesson learned That's what my mama said Days by your side, I know they are gone Oh so gone I used to kiss her just for fun I used to kiss her just for fun Just for fun She used to talk in her sleep at night She never mentioned my name Every tear is a lesson learned That's what my mama said I didn't unmute my microphone for that whole <laughs> track, so if you could hear weird noises, me scratching my beard and that sort of thing, I apologise profusely. That was uh, Alpaca Sports, and just for fun, I was going to say it's from a 7-inch single that you should get if you go to luxury.se, and that's luxury with two X's, they're from Gothenburg in Sweden, by the way, And uh, but unfortunately the 7-inch single looks like it's sold out, so you can only get it on digital. There'll be links, as ever, at nroman.com. Excuse me, that drum beauty is uh, giving me some sort of wind. Anyway... Uh, yeah, so the podcast is almost over. I kind of, uh, yeah, I'm a little bit excited actually because I've recently, I've, uh, if you follow the podcast, if you listen to the podcast for a while, you do know that I have this little sort of vice, which is that I enjoy the old retro video gaming. I, uh, I always really wanted to own a Sega Saturn, but never did. For some reason, I had a PlayStation because I had uh, far more games and it was uh, superior in terms of technical power. But uh, over the last week, I splashed out for £35 bought myself a Sega Saturn with a whole bunch of games. So I've been playing them continuously. Uh, Mass Destruction is a fantastic game. Uh, if you could have jams, if your This Is My Jam could be a game, then mine would probably be Mass Destruction for this week. Um, but anyway, I had to clear that all out of the way so I could do the podcast. So once I finish doing this podcast, I can pl- plug a Sega Saturn back into the monitor and I can uh, play some games. So that's going to be kind of exciting. So um, anyway, I kind of di- I digressed again. The... Uh, what was I going to say? The uh, yeah, the drum view is almost done. I've only got one more track to go, and it's a track from somebody from uh, Edinburgh as well. And like I say, everything on the podcast, I uh, 
I'm not at all familiar with uh, in terms of the bands and the artists before I did the show, or at least before I started putting the things together. So the fact that this is someone who's uh, based in Edinburgh was a little bit disappointing. Anyway, uh, the track is... Uh, I should actually say, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what I've played on the podcast before and then we'll introduce a track and then I won't speak after it. Even though for the last few weeks when I've said I won't speak after it, I always have. I won't speak after the next track. Uh, on the podcast today, which is podcast number 89, you had Binary Zero and Dirty Clouds, and that's from the EP Trails. Then you had Keel Her and uh, from the EP Bedroom Bop with two P's, Dog Meat was a track. Then you had Aggie Doom and Bring Me the Head, and that's from the 7-inch single, uh, Bring Me the Head, which is on Soft Power Records. It comes out sometime in May, I think. Uh, and then you had Bajitatis, something to do with Asterix, and uh, Dead Man's Cues, and that's from an EP, a split single, with Dressed Like Wolves. Uh, then you had James Lim and uh, Seed, let us see, from the EP You're Going to Hell, and there was a Lightning Seed and Stone Root, and that was from their sampler, which you can get from Bandcamp. And then you heard Alpaca Sports, and Just For Fun, and that's a 7-inch single, which is unfortunately sold out, because I'm a bit slack. I'm playing it. I think it came out at least, if not a month ago, then earlier on this month. Anyway, I've only got one more track to go on the podcast, and uh, it's a cover version. I'm not quite sure in terms of pod safeness and the playing of uh, cover versions on the podcast, but uh, I've kind of really liked this, so I'm going to stick it in anyway. It's uh, I do have a soft spot for Ladytron. I've loved them ever since... Um, John Peel played them ages ago when their first sort of EPs and albums came out and I think they kind of went on to be obviously a lot more poppy uh, but I can't complain, I do like the odd pop song it has to be said, one of my favourite Ladies Run tracks is uh, International Dateline uh, so this is a great cover of it by Greyhound Out of Mainline uh, and oh, shall I should say actually, Greyhound Out of Mainline is uh, Ali Winford who is playing a gig uh, under a different moniker um, supporting a Japanese war effort, which is a week on Saturday, I think, at the Banshee Labyrinth, under the name of Convex Man Cave. So I'm not entirely sure what Convex Man Cave is, but he does promise that it's a shoegaze stroke, noise stroke, sonic mangling project. So that sounds kind of exciting. And Japanese war effort are brilliant as well, so I might have to get along to that. Anyway, I digress. As ever, one more track to go on the podcast, and it's already 45 minutes. I talked way too much this week, sorry. This is Greyhound out of Mainline, and a cover version of Ladytron's International Dateline. At least it will be when I push the button. Mm-hmm. 